Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, A Quick Shot of Romance. On this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, I am joined by Rachel, who is Read with Rach on Instagram, and we are reviewing Work in Progress by BJ Harvey, which is book one in the Cook Brothers series. Welcome back to the podcast, Rachel. Thanks for having me. Okay, how about you read the synopsis from Goodreads? All right. He's not just flipping a house. He wants to flip her heart. Jamie Cook is a work in progress. He's always wanted what his parents have, a good marriage, lots of kids, and financial security. He thought he'd have the first two with his ex-girlfriend, while the third would come once he got his house flipping business off the ground. When his ex doesn't subscribe to his five-year plan, he makes Cook Brothers Construction his sole focus. Then he moves next door to April Williams, a sassy single mom he can't stop riling up. Throw in her matchmaking mother-in-law, who set her sights on Jamie being April's knight in a leather tool belt, in a home threatening Jamie's sanity, and it should be a recipe for disaster. But Jamie wants this three-month project to last forever. That's if he can stop being the neighbor from hell and prove to April he's not just flipping a house, he wants to flip her heart. This book is not in Kindle Unlimited, but was a free first in series download at the time of recording. <clears throat> okay, so this book was released March 27th. March 22nd, 2019. Um, the tropes are single mom, neighbors, and rom-com, and it is a steam level of three. So it wasn't like super steamy, but the steamy parts were steamy enough. <clears throat> so let's talk about this. So their meat cute, or I like to refer to it as a meat cut, um, it's, it's pretty... Actually, it's ironic because my husband used to do construction and I could see him doing something like this where he, not the drinking while he's doing it because he was never <laughs> that type, but like just slicing himself open by, we had that happen once and it was kind of scary, but that's a different, whole different story. <laughs> but like, but she is about to, like, she's coming over to yell at him because the, the music that he's listening to is really loud and she's trying to sleep and her son is trying to sleep and he just slices his hand and so she has to take care of him. Yeah, I loved it. And I also loved how he was just like so clueless, obviously because he was drunk, but yeah. he just sees this like beautiful angel and just has no clue like how mad she actually is at him. Well, and then he tries to kiss her like right off the bat and she's like, what are you doing? Like, yes, I thought that was so funny. Uh, hence me calling him clueless. Like, mm -hmm. cannot read the room when he's drunk. That's for okay. sure. Not at all. But so, but then his meet, I like to refer to this one as the meet cute also, because he meets mm. her son because he's yes. hiding underneath the table eating pizza that he stole. <laughs> that part was so cute to me. Like, I just thought that was absolutely adorable. I wonder how the author came up with that scene even, because I was just cracking up mm -hmm. because I could, I could totally see a little boy doing that. Yeah, I actually could see my my daughter doing that too. So. <laughs> yeah, I guess Especially I was picturing I was picturing my brother in law who's ten. <laughs> like I could totally have seen him do that when he was younger, maybe even now. <clears throat> but Axel was a big part of the story, and I like that because sometimes in single single parent books, the the kid is kind of a secondary thing but he was really front and center through a lot of it because he wanted to help jamie with a lot of stuff and he was he was a big part of their relationship in the book and how everything mm -hmm. transpired transpired throughout everything yeah i completely agree nothing drives me 
crazier in a single parent romance where they say they're a single parent and then you barely see the kid mm-hmm. I'm like but are you really like where is the child because if well, you talk to any single parent like th- their kid you know and parents in general your kid comes first so you're not just going to have a whole relationship with someone well, that ends and a, in a happy ever after and especially if they're younger like if the, they're like teenagers or something like that like you don't expect to see them as mm-hmm. much because they're teenagers like they have yeah. lives like but axel was six i think yeah he was six so i mean they're very like underfoot mm-hmm. aside from when they're in school so I like that she made it realistic for the readers. Yeah, I completely agree. I thought he was a great character and he was almost like a third main character. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Betsy a little bit. So Betsy is actually April's ex-husband's mom. But when the chaos happened with him, I don't want to spoil what happened and why they got divorced. Um but she picked April and Axel. Like she was the one who's told April where to find her husband at the time doing what he was doing. And then after everything happened, she moved in with them and like helped take care of Axel. And I thought that was, I thought that was great. And she, she was kind of a feisty old lady. She was super feisty. I love her. Like mm-hmm. she was so much fun. And I love how she she really treated April more like a daughter, obviously, mm-hmm. than an ex-daughter-in-law. You would you would never imagine that, like, that's who she was to April. Yeah, like, if they didn't preface, like, it, that this is my ex's mother, like, this is my <clears throat> ex-mother-in-law, like, when they introduced her to, like, his parents, like, this is my ex-mother-in-law, mm-hmm. like, you wouldn't never have gotten that because the dynamic was very, like, so smooth and so natural, and she was, like, she was very nurturing and caring and and you don't always get that in a mother-in-law like mother-in-laws are hit or miss sometimes mm-hmm. but she definitely like won the in-law lottery there yeah i completely agree like i would love to read like a spin-off book of her yeah like she gets her own happily ever yes. that would be fun um so let's talk about because the a big focus of this book is the friends and his brothers so he works that he started this new company with his brothers because he he wanted to do something different and something meaningful for himself. And he has a couple of friends who own a own a construction company who are doing some work for him. And then one of his other friends is is also doing work. So it's this whole big group of people, like group of guys who are coming together, siblings, but even the friends, they're more more brothers than just friends. But yes. they were really funny when they were together, and they, they were. They had. They were. They so just funny. had some crazy shenanigans, and like the way they treated each other, and when each of the brothers of the friends met April, like because there was a a running joke for a little bit where Jamie didn't know her name, <laughs> like he was he referred to as the neighbor or like the hot neighbor or he's like the nameless neighbor. But like he knew Axel's name, but it took him a while before he got mm-hmm. to learn her name. And it was only yeah, because I, of Axel that he did. I love that. And I also love that two of his friends, well, one of his friends and one of his brothers actually knew her name. Yeah. And, and they know they know him. her. Yeah. Because they work like, with her. 
and no one told him (laughs) and at first I thought it was because they didn't know that like that was the neighbor but Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that they knew that she was the neighbor like at least for a little bit I well because when Cohen the he's an EMT like he sees her the first time like at the house he's Mm -hmm. like I I know you and she's like yeah we work together and so, like, they knew exactly who she was, but they refused to tell him also, which I thought was hilarious. I, I did, too. I love that he didn't know her name, and she really made him work for it, too. <laughs> she did, but, and I like, too, how, like, she she blended in really well with the friends. And, like, he has twin brothers, and she had met one at either her house or the, the flip house. But then they go out, and... That one also, like, the one she already met is talking to her and she's, like, acting like she didn't meet him. So it's like she she has this sass and personality that it, it just meshes really well with, like, that whole group. Yeah, I thought so, too. And that's so important, of course, like, if you have a big, close friend, family group, mm-hmm. like, you want to you wouldn't be able to be with someone long-term if they didn't like fit in well with your friends and family. So I thought it was great that like, that wasn't a point of contention at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he talks about, cause his parents have been married for, I don't think they said a specific amount of time, but they've been married for a long time. They have a great relationship. And I thought one of my favorite scenes in the entire book is he goes (laughs) over to his parents, excuse me, for breakfast and his mom has cooked breakfast and they're sitting down to eat and she, she says something or his dad says something cause they like to tease each other. And he like just drags her off like to do and Like the boys like fill up plates of breakfast and like Cohen has <laughs> taken a box of saran wrap with them. So they're like wrapping the plates in the truck and Jamie <laughs> is taking them like away from the house and they go to one of the other brothers. Cause I think there's, four there's four brothers and one sister yeah yep so they go to one of the other brothers and they wake him up and he's like why are you here and they're like mom and dad and he's like oh come on (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's funny because like that's something that they're used to like they're used to seeing their parents in like this bubble of love and Mm -hmm. like that's what they look forward to and that's what they want in the future. Like some of them aren't yeah. quite ready for that yet. <laughs> Excuse me. Cause they are on the younger side, but like that's what they're striving for. Yeah. I thought it was funny that Cohen mentioned that he has like a rule with them because he lives with them that mm-hmm. it's like fair game when he's like at work, but otherwise they need to like keep their hands off each other. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm like, <laughs> that's so funny that you have a rule like that with your parents Mm -hmm. well and it was funny too because when jamie's mom meets axel she's like instantly smitten with him it's like oh here's another grandkid like she's she just wants more grandbabies um because his sister and her husband have have a little boy and like he's fun but he's a baby so he's kind of still in that lump stage that i like to refer Mm -hmm. to it as and I mean, he can't do anything. She's like, this one talks. and This one can do things. Yes. I love that she was like pushing that on him like immediately before she even met April. Uh-huh. Like she was immediately like, oh, another grandkid. This is awesome. Uh, and he's like, yeah. what? Well, and I like that too, though, because there are some people who 
they're apprehensive about getting in a relationship with somebody who's already a parent and a single parent at that. And like a lot of times their family like questions, like, is this, is this something you Mm -hmm. want to do? Is this something that you feel is the right decision? But they were like, yes. And they like pushed with all their might, Mm -hmm. like, yes, you need to go with her. But she, but they, his parents also like got along with Betsy so well too. Like she, they, they pulled her right into the, the group. Like it was, April makes a comment about how it was the three of them for so long Mm -hmm. and just the three of them. And like the cooks pulled them in and now like their, their family as a whole for all of them has gotten so much bigger. Yes. Yeah, I love that part. I might have teared up a little bit. Maybe, just a little. Like, that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then let's talk about Jamie and his drive. So he, at the beginning of the book, like when it first opens up, he talks about his ex-girlfriend and she had dumped him about seven months prior to the opening of the book because she thought that his decision to make this career change was a terrible idea. And she wasn't supportive of him in any, <laughs> in any way. And he, he talks about how he was, he was getting, going to get a ring and like talking about proposing. Um, and this isn't spoiling anything. Cause he talks about, I think in the first couple like pages mm-hmm. of the book, but she's not supportive at all. And so he gets it in his mind that like, he has to be, he needs to be so driven and accomplish certain things before he is ready to go to the next step and move mm-hmm. on to the next step. And he's so focused that he kind of loses sight of the important things that are around him. But I like that with April, like she let him burrow basically into this flip and she let him kind of lose himself, but she, she wasn't okay with it because she, she talks to him about it. Like she, mm-hmm. Let's him know, like, I'm not okay with this. I support you 100%. But at the same time, like, you are not the only one involved here. Like, it is me. It is my son who you aren't seeing. Like, if you are in this, you need to be in it. Like, there are people around you who support you and want to help you. And I like that there was never that dark moment for them. Like, they had a really adult conversation about what happened and how like she wasn't okay with the way things were going yeah I completely agree I really love romance books where the characters act their age yeah like there's so many romance books where you know characters are in their 30s like Jamie and April and they act like they're 15 like the breakups are wild like there's so much drama and it's well, almost and it's like so, not realistic because you're like 35. Well, <laughs> like, and a lot of times they're really drawn out. It's like, I mean, even if it was, they had a fight in, had a fight and didn't talk for like a day. Like that's realistic because honestly, there are times where I get in fights with my husband where I don't yeah. want to talk to him. We, we do. But I can see that realistic part of it. Yeah. Yep. And not every fight has to end in like a catastrophic breakup. Like it's normal to argue. It's normal to not be okay with what your significant other is doing. And I I like that. I like Mm -hmm. that she didn't try to control him. Right. 
but at the same time like let him know like what she would and wouldn't accept and how what he was doing was not okay yeah but I liked how she went into it like I'm I understand why you're doing it but you need to ask for help like I understand that this mm -hmm. is your goal but it's not just you like this doesn't this is important to me but this is not important to me Right. And I think the way she handled it and the way she talked to him made it so it didn't turn into a fight. Mm -hmm. She came at it in such a way like she was compassionate and understanding and like that that kind of tone instead of making him defensive, it made him take a step back and realize like what he was doing and that she Mm -hmm. was right and that he really couldn't do that. Right. So did you like this book? Yes, I I love this book. I was very upset that I do not have time right this minute to read the rest of this Cook Brothers series, the series or two before it that have their friends the sister. and their sister. I'm like, mm-hmm. I need to read all of these books as soon as possible. I know. I felt the same way. I liked it a lot also. It's my first book by BJ Harvey, and I wish I had the space and the time to, to go through her entire backlist, but not right now. Yeah, so I who think would... it's my fourth book that I've read of hers, okay. but yeah, definitely good. not going to be the last. Yeah. So who would typically like this book? So I think any like rom-com fan, single parents, romance fan, um, like if you like characters that act their age, they're in their thirties and they act like it, you won't be confusing them for teenagers mm-hmm. or college students. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Like it, any single parent, it is, it is like, it's a typical rom-com without, it doesn't have the, like the chaos, the drama. It's funny. It's well, like it's well-written. And if you like a family dynamic, this is definitely a book for you. So yep. would you recommend this book? Yes, I definitely recommend this book. Everyone should go read it. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely recommend it also. Um, I think I put... <laughs> I think I put up in the Discord that people should read it, but if I didn't, I will. But, well, thank you so much for joining me on this quick shot of romance. Thanks for having me. Happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.